0: This is Alexandra West. And this is
1: Andrea Sibisati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to See You Next Wednesday. Hello. Welcome to episode 88 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, November 13th, 2013. And my name's Dan Gorman, skull cracked, brains leaking out, can't wait to see new Chevy Chase movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons. Yep, I made enough money to get my shitty wife back, not to mention my shitty kid.
0: I'm Greg Lagro, and there's something he had that you don't have.
1: A great big bushy beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We got tons of stuff to talk about this episode. We went and saw Thor, The Dark World, and also Last Vegas. What happened in Last Vegas? <laughs> How old's your boner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old people. Um... We're also going to roll to see what movies we have to see next week. We're going to mm. talk about an album. We're going to play some uh, serial fight swap at the end of the episode. And uh, we'll get <laughs> into some stuff. That is the game where the name changes <laughs> every, every <week>. other second. <laughs> and uh, we'll get to, uh, into some stuff off the top. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the, I have one uh, formality to get rid of get out of the way i guess you would say Uh um so last episode you may remember we talked about (laughs) december 1st is our first screening of video vengeance and i just wanted Mm -hmm. to let everyone know uh you can go to facebook.com slash video vengeance and find more information about that it's our screening of invasion usa if you didn't listen last week on vhs so you got to come out See that?
2: Yeah. 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 So what do you guys want to talk about? I have a couple movies, but what do you guys... I got a little more uh, more housekeeping to do. Yeah. I just wanted to bring up the Coen Brothers retrospective that they're going to be doing at the TIFF Lightbox Theater from November 28th to, to December 20th. They're going to be doing a shitload of awesome Coen Brothers movies, and we're going to be doing... Some sort of little reviews yeah. uh, in conjunction with that. So check out Modern Superior for those. And also go check out Cohen Brothers movies at yeah. the Div Box.
1: They're playing like so many good ones.
2: They got Fargo, Miller's Crossing, No Country, Blood Simple, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Raising Arizona, Barton Fink, so all, Lodowski, like all of them. <laughs> a, serious, a serious man. All of them except the shitty ones. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Hans Proxy's not on that list. Oh, yeah. That movie is unjustly yeah. scorned. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Intolerable Cruelty? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it
1: bad? Good. Yeah, it's bad.
0: Uh,
2: well, well, I remember liking it when I saw it, and I think I was judging oh. it as what it was, which yeah. was like a, a favor that the Coen brothers yeah, basically yeah. did for Brian Grazer. And they didn't so. write it, right? They oh. know, no, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: I did or not you know that a rewrite or anything. They just went with somebody's.
2: Yeah. yeah, I can't remember who who wrote it, but it's it's, Coen Brothers enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it's sure as fuck better than the Lady Killers. Yeah, Ugh. bummer, that was huge, yeah. huge bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: speaking of bummers, I'll get it out of the way. I went and saw the Carrie remake, and right. uh, boy, that thing sucks. <laughs> 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 I don't know what else to say. it's really bad uh they do a lot of stuff in that movie really really they 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 actually credited one of the guys that wrote the original script because he they took so much from it it they didn't actually change all that much, and down to some of the dialogue. And huh. uh, it's just weird. Like, Carrie flies in this movie at one point. Finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I know. They, I, when I watched the whole... The first one, I was like, when did she fly? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see
3: that.
0: They I, write, anytime I watch a Sissy Spacek movie, I want yeah, that.
1: They righted that wrong. Um, no, it's just... And, and, and uh, it, it's unneeded. It sucks. Uh, and any... Uh, any kernel of a good idea where you're like okay well i can see that this movie could have been updated for like the new generation of kids that like bullying now is so different than it was back then yep. with like youtube and stuff and mm-hmm. and they kind of touch on that but they never actually dive into it and there's like a lot of time spent on the bullies so i started to expect like oh is this movie going to be about like hive mind and like when people Get together and they and they all start sort of do these things that they regret later. Is it going to be about that? And then it's not. It's just fucking. It sucks. <laughs> it's re- it's the worst. How is was uh, Chloe Grace Moretz? Not very good. No, yeah. no. I feel like because. Car- because Carrie's supposed to be such an outcast, and in the book she's so, like, not anything like they've done in the movies, just such, like, a, a different character, mm. that I feel like she's making up for it because she is, like, a gorgeous actress. Like, yeah. she's kind of, like, too good-looking to be Carrie, and they give her a little bit of, like, cruddy hair a little, but, like, I feel like she's making up for it. They give her a cruddy wig. Like, her hair's, like, not, like, ironed and shit. It's just a little bit unkempt, and you're like, well, that's... You're- Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Get out of here.
1: Like, and so the rest, so, so I feel like the movie makes up for it by, like, putting her over in the corner in every scene or, like, she sh- like shrugs her shoulders, like, over-exaggeratedly every scene. And you're just like, okay, uh, you could have done something to this character to make, you know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. It and how about Julianne Moore? She's got a big shoes to fill.
2: Yeah. yeah. H- how cruddy is her hair? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not cruddy enough for my life. I like a pretty cruddy hair.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what I take as realism in a movie. Um
1: no, she's not awful, but I just felt like like the character, they didn't do enough with her. Um she's just kind of they cut to her the house and she's like whenever they cut to her, she's just doing something crazy. It's not like there's it doesn't feel grounded. It doesn't feel real. She's just kind of insane yelling and hitting. She like hits her head on the wall and stuff when she gets upset and it's right. just it it doesn't it just feels like a, a hollow crazy character. They don't really ground it in any reality or whatever. It was, yeah, it was garbage straight through. Mm. But I did watch something this weekend that was garbage straight through that I think I may have fallen in love with in a Mm -hmm. weird way. I was at BMV. And I saw a VHS for a dollar, and I didn't really want it. I was like, oh, I w- if it was over a dollar, I wouldn't buy it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And it was Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 Initiation. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and this thing's directed by Brian Yunza. Oh. He produced Reanimator, made a movie called Society. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, re- he di- and he
0: directed uh, Bride of Reanimator yeah. and Beyond Reanimator.
1: Yeah, and he also did a movie, The Return of the Living Dead Part 3, mm-hmm. which is actually not that bad. So he's known for kind of being, like, a body horror guy. It's a lot of, like, yeah. weird uh, body horror. Like, his movie Society is all, like, body horror, and it's kind of a satirical film. And so this movie is about a reporter, and she's investigating this person who has jumped off the top of a building uh, while on fire. So at the beginning, I'm like, sweet, somebody's jumping off a building on fire. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and and she kind of discovers that it's a ring of these witches and they're kind of like feminist witches and so i was like okay is this going to be like a feminist movie i'm so i'm so down for like a silent night deadly night sequel that's also a feminist movie yeah. um <laughs> So she starts like having these weird visions of huge cockroaches crawling around her her uh, apartment, and she like ends up falling in with these witches, and they like impregnate her with a larva or something, and she starts like barfing out cockroaches. And I was yeah. like, this movie's fucking crazy, <laughs> you know, like, like
2: feminist. Yeah,
1: it it is fucking bonkers. But the thing that I could like the the feminist witches are end up being the the villains. But and so I was like, okay, is this movie anti-feminism? Because it seems to kind of like like they really hate men. They say it a lot in the movie, and I was like, okay, is this like a satirical take on feminism? But the movie paints men in the real world so like with a in in a negative light as well. I couldn't really decide where this movie stood. Right. So it was like, if you want them to be if you want the feminists to be the bad people and it's a criticism of them, then, like, why are the men in this world so realistically, like, shitty towards women, like, passing them over for jobs and stuff? So then I was like, maybe this movie's just about, like, owning yourself and, like, being your own person or something. Well, and I maybe started it's just to be- a shitty
2: yeah. sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I started... No. What text do you want? I I from think Silent it, Night Deadly it, Night 4. I'll
1: say this, it's nothing like I've ever it's like outside of Brian Yunza movies, there's nothing like this movie and I feel like it's unjustly overlooked for batshit insanity f- <laughs> like uh crazy fun. You know, hook me up. I going to watch that. Yeah, it. I'll lend it to you. It's mm-hmm. uh it's wild. <laughs> mm, all right. <laughs> and there's no killer Santa in it. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. But there's a killer Santa on the cover. Oh, yeah. No, not on the VHS. It's just a, a Christmas tree with a knife beside it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but on the DVD cover, it's tree plus knife. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but on the DVD cover, it's straight up a Santa with like an axe or something. Yeah, like right behind his back. Yeah. Nope. This has nothing to do. It was actually originally called is bugs.
0: Up, is it so really? Yeah. <laughs> originally called Christmas time. It,
1: yeah. They go to a house and there's a Christmas tree in one scene. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's and I think awesome. that's why everyone like hates on it in the series because it has sure. nothing to do with it. They just put the name on it. Like, All right. man, yeah, man, that's a series rich with craziness. I know. Garbage day. <laughs> Garbage day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So uh, that was my weekend. Yeah. Um. I something.
0: uh. I, I saw some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I uh. I watched Turner and Hooch. Oh shit! <laughs> it's on Netflix. I you know, That's not. I watched half of turn on okay uh it's um, snow
2: got-
0: k9 <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh- like I I liked that movie when I was uh I guess 13 or I've something. I've actually never
1: seen it. Yeah. Well, don't bother. Don't bother. No,
0: <laughs> it's uh and I had to stop like I love Tom
2: Hanks, uh, yeah. but
0: I had to stop watching cuz uh well it's a weird movie that he did at that point cuz he'd already done big he, and He stuff. didn't like, have
2: to do his Dog Buddy Cop movie.
0: No, no, it's totally unnecessary and it's got wacky music and stuff like that and it's just it's um, I had to stop watching because I liked it when I was a kid, and like all oh, that dirty dogs ruining all his stuff. And yeah. I'm watching, am like, oh, that dirty dog is ruining all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it tears his house apart. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not like a neat freak or anything yeah. like that, but it was still like, ah, oh, this is stressing me yeah, out. Yeah, the amount of damage that is being done is yeah. just too much. How How many- and he's keeping the dog, this filthy dog. Because he thinks
2: it's a witness to a crime. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> my, my remembrance, because I think I've seen all of the, the cop, dog, sure. buddy movies. Canine? Uh, yeah, I am definitely saw Canine. Yeah, I saw Canine. Um. And, and I couldn't remember I knew that one of them I was like There's one of them Where the dog is a witness <laughs> But that can't be this one Because that's gonna, way like, too stupid Are they going to
1: like Bring him into the like court And have yeah, him bark yeah. at someone for yeah. yes? That's what they're planning is to do it? I didn't
0: get that far though Because again I was like I, I'm not laughing at anything yeah. And I'm getting stressed out by mess Yeah Because um, uh, I don't know Tom Hanks is likable And that couch yeah. is nice <laughs> Yeah I
1: think it's really funny Like how many kids movies I like, was really <laughs> invested like, in that I couch. feel like there was a whole genre Of kids movies That were actually horror movies for adults like sure oh a kid, yeah a kid would watch problem child and be like that child's a problem and then <laughs> <laughs> the adult's probably like no <laughs> what the fuck have you done to my washer oh, dryer God, yeah. get the suds out of it or it's whatever
0: terrible. you oh, the whole house just terrible yeah. just everything everything he owns is destroyed yeah by this fucking dog <laughs> um yeah and the dog's a witness to a crime which is pretty bad but not as bad as top dog with Chuck Norris. Oh my God, I've seen that. That's the one where the dog has a flashback. Yeah, <laughs> I love that the movie mystery. when I saw it as a kid. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I thought it was the shit. Oh, the good dog's stuff. a cop. Yeah. <laughs> do they regress the dog? Like, do <laughs> they, they like, like hypnotize him and just go thank back? No, there's literally a scene where like, or does he just go, wait a minute, yeah. I'm
1: remembering
0: <laughs> that something.
2: Yeah,
1: kinda. yeah. <laughs> the camera like zooms in on his face and he remembers like something in the past. Yeah, he gets a fall uh, like
2: do 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 do.
1: Have you? You gotta watch. There's a YouTube video.
0: You'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I have it on VHS. Yeah, yeah. That's Um. a
1: fucking classic film and you, you made it all the way through that one
0: <laughs> I've seen all of Top Dog uh, I've seen all of Turner and Hooch at some point because yeah. this time was, um, I'm on Netflix I'm like I'm out yeah. thank you circle button Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, but I did see something really awesome this week and I just wanted to bring that up I don't know yeah. if you've seen it or not let's see uh, uh, John Dies at the End I have seen that oh man did I love that movie it's a fun movie really fun Yeah, really bizarre and I, I really like the script I really want to read the book now I didn't realize it was based on yeah. the book, but
1: Don uh, Cascarelli. Yeah, you know. It's d- a fun, it's a cool movie just to even, because like, I thought it was really fun. There was stuff I didn't like about it, but I thought overall it was just a wild ride. I mm-hmm. watched it when I was really tired as well at Midnight Madness, mm-hmm. but I liked how energetic it was for uh, yeah, an older director. Mm-hmm. Like, that, it doesn't have a forced energy. It just has like a crazy kinetic kind and of. And I feel
0: like everybody involved in it was on the same page. Yeah. Like, everyone's, uh, you know. Definitely. We're really buying into whatever yeah. he's selling for this movie. Totally. But yeah, it's totally bananas. and I just, I loved it. Little, I've loved heard it. the book crazy. It all week. Yeah, I got to check the book out. And he has a there's a like a semi sequel book called This book is full of spiders. Seriously, dude, don't touch this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: just a fucking delightful title. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, I got to check the book out now because I yeah. uh, fully, fully I, loved the movie.
1: I'm not a huge Don Cascarelli fan, and I think well, it, he's yeah. pretty uneven. But uh, I, uh, I, I actually saw Phantasm two recently because <coughs> I, I hate Phantasm one. And I don't know no. why people like Phantasm One. I, you know, I don't like it. <laughs> but I saw Phantasm Two and loved it. Yeah, well, it's two, awesome. Two is better. Yeah, I do
0: like one. I'm not. i you know you're yeah. not wrong to dislike it. Yeah, I don't have a crazy passion for it like some people do. But yeah, know, whatever. It's fun. Totally. Two is pretty pretty all right. <laughs> Too sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, road trip and getting demons. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, pretty good yeah but yeah I, I've I fully enjoyed John Dies at
1: the Is, end Was that was on Netflix
0: it's on yeah. Netflix it's on a bunch of I would regions. definitely
1: suggest if you like genre movies like mm-hmm. yeah it, it. The movie that I saw it after dark this year, Odd Thomas, really wanted to be John dies at the end, yeah, and yeah. really sucked at doing that, <laughs> <laughs> and and it only made me like uh, John dies at the end more, mm-hmm. yeah, because like it actually pulled like that craziness off, yeah, 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 no, I, I was amazed at the uh, the confidence uh, that sort yeah. of wackiness, yeah. If you're gonna you know. do it, you need to kind of go that far, yeah. So. And it
0: has a little bit of darkness too. It has some really good humor in yeah. it and just yeah, really weird stuff, yeah,
2: yeah, sweet, yep. Casey, you watch anything? Uh, I watched the first three episodes of the Birthday Boys new show. Oh, yeah. The sketch comedy. Yeah. From Um, L.A. It's uh, produced by Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. And to a lesser extent, Ben Stiller. Uh, It really feels like the Bob Odenkirk show. Yeah. With a bunch of guys who don't bother to get to learn their names. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's funny I mean and and it's on ifc so I feel like it'll definitely be given the chance to be something yeah uh the Bob Odenkirk show sounds good uh yeah like <laughs> I'd watch that it, it it feels very akin to feels more so akin to uh to Mr show than it does um like uh, Tim and Eric or anything okay. like that it's just Mr show exists, yeah, so I'll just go and do that. Instead. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll keep watching. I suppose I will. Is he in it as well? Oh, he's in it a lot. Oh yeah. Um, and th- there's really funny stuff. It's just really uneven, but okay. it, it, it could it could become a thing.
1: Yeah, so. sweet. Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot. I've been watching a shitload of Law and Order. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> really?
1: Yeah.
0: The, like, like season like one. Yeah. Like, oh wow. Yeah. Right on. That's a good show. That show's awesome. Yeah. And
1: I, my experiences <laughs> with it are like. When I was a kid, like in high school, it would come on TV, and I'd be like, "Boring." Mm-hmm. And then now I'm watching it, going, "Like, I would have loved this mm-hmm. if I just yeah. sat through that like twangy like music yeah. at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> that
0: music's great. But... It is, but like,
1: <laughs> I feel I feel like there's something about the opening that when I was in high school, I was like, "Oh, beyond." Yep, yep, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I never had like a period. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is the, this is for my parents. Might as well, be sixty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> but now I'm watching it like this show is fucking yeah. awesome. Chris man. Noth does some. Re- Really, really great work on that yeah. show Really good Yeah, man, I'm digging it so far Yeah, no, it's great I It's watched.
0: consistently good There's a yeah. reason, you know It, it ran it's ran for as long as it has Yeah,
1: it went, what was it, like set eight years or something? What is it? Oh, God, more than that Well, like just the, like, the Law and Order as Law and Order I think
0: even longer than okay. that. I think it went pretty pretty far Yeah uh, But yeah, there's all the offshoots And they're all of quality, you know yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, <head> rappers. <laughs> yeah. rappers. Yeah. Uh. Some of the later
1: ones. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's so many crazy people in this first season. Like in the first uh, season, there was an episode with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and uh, fuck, what's his name? I'm going to forget it. But yeah, there's mm. so many people are popping up where I'm like, yeah, holy yeah. shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I never really Philip had. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Wow. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Was yeah. that before like he was anybody? Yeah, I
1: think so. Oh, I think it might sure. have been his first like like on like, role. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Is he good? Yeah, he's really good. know he doesn't have too much to do, but like in a couple scenes yelling in a courtroom. Sure, does, does it up right. <laughs>
0: yeah, Law and Order, like in the late 80s and 90s, was like the what Miami Vice had been like 10 yeah. years before, where uh, just a whole shit ton of people uh, got Popping their up. first, like, you know, hey, I'm on a show. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the yeah, the first two seasons of Miami Vice are just packed with people. Like Bruce Willis is on there.
1: Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's cool. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So watch the Law and Order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like me and unjustly skimmed it
2: over. Uh-huh. No, Sweet
1: well, quality television. Is that on Netflix? That's on Netflix, all right? Yeah. All of it. Yeah, for sure. I
2: didn't um, know Dennis Farina was on that show. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So many people, man.
1: Uh all right. Well, should we mosey on over to
3: film roulette? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs>
1: is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week Greg and I went and saw Thor The Dark World and the loser has to go and see something shitty. This week Casey got to go see old people in Vegas. (laughs) Are they hungover? Maybe in last (laughs) Vegas. Yep. I feel like that title makes it out like they're all going to die. It's like they're (laughs)
3: last (laughs) Vegas.
1: (laughs) Suicide pact. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But the loser gets to give the winner an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. Um, as I said, this week Greg and I went and saw Thor: Dark World. Yep. Uh, I highly anticipated by me. Yeah. Um, I yeah I was digging on the trailers quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and and like the original Thor, it's not. Um, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's not a perfect movie, but it was a, it was, I like to say that that movie was surprisingly enjoyable because it was like, I don't care about Thor. No. He's a goofy motherfucker. Highly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Um, how are they going to do this?
0: I couldn't believe that I liked that movie. Yeah. It was just like, boring. Yeah. Oh, Doth, crap. Yeah.
1: And the stuff in Asgard in the first one I wasn't huge on, but they go to Earth and it's super bright and fun. Yeah, it really, like had such a good sense of humor about it. Yeah. And uh,
0: but I wasn't nuts about the action in the yeah. whole one. I didn't like I was directed, and I kind of felt that was on Branagh yeah. not really being an action dude. I mean, totally. He's had some stuff like Henry V has some sweet battleship. Yeah, in it, but yeah. I felt like there was a lot of room to improve totally with ac- action wise. Yeah, with this franchise. But I was also worried like. Another Thor story. What's
1: yeah. That? <laughs> really <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. So go I yeah, going into it I was pretty like I'm I'm hope there's room for improvement. And the trailers look and the promising. trailers look sweet. Who who directed this? Alan, uh, he's like he's from. He's done a lot of Game of Thrones. yeah uh, okay. He's like a TV yeah. director, and so he's Some like Sopranos guy. and stuff. His yeah. name
0: yeah. is Alan Taylor.
1: Yeah, I think he's done. A, he's he's a pretty big name in TV director. Yeah,
2: yeah, it yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So how how would you explain the plot of this movie?
2: Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> it is
0: about uh, well, at the beginning of time or whatever, everything was dark, and yeah. there were these dark elves. Yeah. who... <laughs> Ruled uh, 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 the whole universe uh, uncontested, yeah. And then uh, there was—I don't know—there was light or something, <laughs> and there was a big war. And there is this uh, uh, ether thing, or what's it called? Is that what it's called?
1: Something like that, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> that they can use to uh, turn everything back to darkness, yeah, and rule the universe again. But Thor's grandfather defeated them, uh, and you can't destroy this ether thing, so he just he hit it,
1: yeah. Which
0: was the best thing to do? We tell everyone it was destroyed. Yeah. So now it's present time, and you know it's the, after
1: the first uh, Thor, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. After Thor's and been, after Avengers, yeah. it's After New York, Thor's been kind of away for a while. Uh, Natalie Portman's character hasn't seen Thor in a while.
0: Yeah.
2: It's been a and, couple of years. Uh,
0: the uh, the leader of the Dark Elves is not dead. They, yeah. They've been hi- in hiding, waiting. For opportunity to return.
2: Yeah. You're saying elves,
3: right? Yeah, I am saying elves. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's saying elves a lot. No, they're <laughs> not like the Keebler elves. They're like, they're all right. These elves yeah. are kind Sorry, of Sorry, yeah. I've already made up my mind. Yeah. They're very yeah. much like the Keebler
0: elves. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> what did you think of this movie, Greg? I absolutely
1: loved it. Okay,
0: I oh. did not.
1: Oh. I thought At it was all? fucking great. I oh, was man. really disappointed Really? I Absolutely. was. like It exceeded my my expectations No man Oh, oh I thought fuck. it was so
0: much fun <laughs> The action was better It was all the The humor was really oh, good Oh man it. Oh it was great
1: I totally disagree
0: <laughs> Oh I thought it was so good The ending was fucking bananas I loved it
1: No It was so wacky Yeah what Okay tell me more I, Cause I don't want it Yeah I don't uh, want to just fight like we, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was awful, but like uh-huh. I was
0: disappointed. Oh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Like yeah. I thought the story was pretty good. I, yeah. You know, I, I liked the setup of it and it's the middle it's part two so you gotta be a little darker and so there's real moments of like you know loss and you know uh, you you, you're concerned for your heroes where you don't can't really think Mm -hmm. your way of how they're gonna get out of here totally and uh i I like all the performances i think these characters these actors are really comfortable in these roles i I agree with that and the the chemistry between them is very
1: good i think the chemistry i feel like i've seen people call out the like the thor movies for the chemistry between natalie portman and thor Mm -hmm. and uh I disagree. I think it's good. I think that I think I think they definitely do what you're saying. Like they totally embody those characters. Yeah. And
0: I just I thought uh, uh, what's her name? Cat uh, Dennings was really good. Yeah, uh, she was
1: something that I li- I liked. Like I feel I liked that the stuff of hers and in, in the first movie, maybe a little more. I don't know. I I do like I do think that she's funny. I think she's great. And I like her in general, and so hmm. she was definitely one of the parts that I liked yeah. more.
0: And yeah, and I I thought the story was fun. I, I liked that the story was, because one thing with Iron Man 3, which I was really disappointed in, was uh, throughout the whole thing, like a whole threat and stuff like that, if they're connecting all these worlds, is like, why don't you call the Avengers, buddy? Yeah, this yeah. is an international terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> but this story is like, this is just Thor shit. Yeah. This is nothing to do. It doesn't happen like, well, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean, it does go to Earth, but it's yeah. it's, it's such a you know, sudden thing to be at Earth. Yeah, That the, you know, wrapping stuff in and there is a cameo by one of the avengers but it's sort of yeah, not a cameo yeah, sort and it's of not excellent.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Yeah,
0: very good. I yeah. I thought it was really quick paced. I liked the story. I liked the all the set design stuff. The alien shit looked fucking great. Yeah. And yeah, and I thought I really liked the climax. I thought the climax was a lot of fun. I mean
1: the action the climax was cool. Yeah. It definitely was cool. I just felt like this movie to me was Star Trek 2 versus star trek one really like i felt like oh man i like they went, the Thor one they Definitely. went away from the stuff that i liked about the first Thor movie i felt like hmm. like i thought like uh, i felt like um it just it was bigger and like, like i felt like they mistook like bigger action bigger everything bleaker storyline for what like a good movie i just felt like the fun was gone. The brightness was gone, and I so it was like a disagree. it was a slog know. for me to watch huh, no at, at times. Like I, there was funny stuff in it, definitely. Yeah. Like there was moments where it was really funny and fun. I just felt like every time they were on Earth, I was like, "Oh shit, Thor! I love this the movie." And then it would go <laughs> to like dark elves and the villain in this movie. I can't even remember who he was or what the fuck <laughs> he wanted. I just felt like boring. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, he was.
0: Like, I don't even. It was more the threat of the yeah uh, what he could do as opposed yeah. to him.
1: But I can't even picture him in my head after that. Oh, Really? Yeah, no. I, well, just, I just saw it. So yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. There was a couple there. Where I was like, I guess those were like maybe I'm just an idiot. I but I feel like I don't know. I'm not a big Thor guy, and maybe this is a better Thor story than the first one. I don't know. I I'm not totally... a
0: big Thor guy either. Okay, but I I, I liked it better than the first one. Um, yeah, I, I liked the pace of it better. I liked the action better. I don't yeah. know, and like for the first time, I was like, "Make more Thor movies. This yeah. is great." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I, and likewise, like with the first movie, I had a lot more fun when it got to Earth. Yeah, uh, and was kind of bored in Asgard, but this time I found, you know, all the different realms and worlds mm-hmm. a little more interesting. There was yeah. a bigger role for Idris Elba, which is cool. Yeah, I liked that aspect of it. I, I don't know. Anthony Hopkins looked more confident in this franchise maybe that yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did in the first one the first one i felt like you just like oh, oh where's the hat i wear for yeah this? you know and i i felt like he was in it a bit more i thought oh, renee russo had a good uh, good chunk of she stuff was, to do yeah, that like was cool and she stuff. was good in it
2: yeah i don't know i
0: felt like it was really balanced and had such a good pace and they filled it with things that weren't fluff
1: yeah so I fair enough yeah a lot of fun I felt scenes, like man. i like i know i liked the action i thought it was good but i just felt it was like in in Man of Steel where I felt like I was just being like barraged with stuff and then when I left the theater I was like I can't remember anything that was going on in that movie hmm. like yeah like the the end scene where they're flying around and like switching through dimensions and stuff I was like this is cool but like I don't care I don't know I felt like it was just the same thing like Star Trek 2 it was just all too big went away from what I liked the original film too huh. far I don't know I definitely like I've read a lot of stuff about people that really like this movie and I yep. think it, for the i don't know for the people that like it i, I can, can totally understand why it it pushes the buttons and 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 it's playing well for them but there was something about it yeah i just was kind of like oh big disappointment
0: yeah i don't know yeah I, yeah
1: I, i'm i'm very surprised i walked out of the theater like
0: well it was a fucking
1: delight yeah you know, like, you know, it's not deep or
0: anything like that but it's just really good entertainment like this is the this is the summer blockbuster yeah. i didn't see this year yeah know? Uh,
2: what's uh, what's Chris O'Dowd up to in this movie? Oh, he's fucking great! Yeah. In it. He's got he's a little part, good.
0: and you know he's got some good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he plays. So it was like, nice to see him. So.
1: Yeah, he goes on a date with Natalie Portman, yeah. and so they cut back to him a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he was yeah. funny, very funny. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of it. I wouldn't. I would say wait for Netflix, but I mean,
0: yeah. I don't. know. I can understand. I had, I had a great time. In that yeah. Theater. I mean, again, it isn't you know a thought-provoking yeah. film or something like that no but no it's made with a lot of confidence and it's yeah. a lot of fun again it's like the summer blockbuster i didn't see like, yeah you, know, you like, kept really waiting fun fucking movie where yeah. i had a good time in theater even though i was at the carlton theater again
3: yeah. <laughs> oh god it's why? just so
0: much
1: cheaper
3: yeah. yeah
1: and everyone smells like pee yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and is that
1: why like, it's cheaper they're like i know okay
0: i shave yeah. a couple <laughs>
3: bucks
1: off okay i
0: know bless <laughs> me all the piss smell. And uh, I don't know what it is, but every time I go to the Carlton, whatever I'm going to see is in the same theater. I'm always in number nine there. And so I sit in the same place because I feel like this is where I can yeah. hopefully not have farting kids or whatever yeah. sitting next to me. And But there's a thing I've noticed that goes on there where, and there was all these little old ladies there today. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> For, For Thor? Thor? Yeah. They were in Thor? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm watching Thor. Um, but people get up a lot. At the Carlton, yeah. particularly in this number like nine. Like, just get up and
1: walk out? They, no, they, they get up in. and they walk
0: over and lean on the post. What? Yeah. <laughs> Four different people did it today.
1: That is weird. It's
0: super weird, but it
2: happens every time I'm there. I,
1: Thor, was, I was at least, the one thing I liked about Thor is that it didn't break the two-hour mark. It was, it's about two yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah again, it was, there was a lot of like yeah. about this movie.
0: And at the end, though, some guy got up and was leaning. I'm pretty sure he was drunk. And I saw the talk oh, no. show. Uh, he was leaning against the post that was nearest me. And it, when it's, it's like the final scene of the movie, basically, the emotional resolution of, of the film. Yeah. And the guy is standing there. And he's been enjoying this movie highly, by the way, laughing yeah. his ass off behind <laughs> me. And now he's leaning against this post and he's well, just. Well, he was drunk, so. Chuckling along with the. Again, like this is just yeah. like a dramatic scene between Thor and his father. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's like. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's like, so like is me going going and on. my
3: dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: see a really, lot of me and my dad in this. Really bizarre. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Carlton Cinema. It's pissy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> That's, the, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the tagline.
0: Yep. <laughs> but I saw a movie. I got uh, popcorn and a drink, and it cost me... 15 bucks yeah fuck man I saw
1: a movie and it cost me 15 bucks exactly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, although yeah actually it cost me more than 15 bucks because I got the nachos the Mm. saddest (laughs) thing you can eat alone at a movie theater (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking true Sitting in the back, like crunching, like <laughs> dipping it in the like sad Did you nachos. Get the yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, he's like, yeah. Do you want nachos and and do you want two nacho cheeses or nacho cheese and salsa? And I'm like, who the fuck do you think I am? Two cheese. <laughs> yeah, I'm obviously. a sad, sad man. Two cheeses and a third to take home. Yeah,
0: <laughs> eat it on the bus. <laughs> what theater are you
1: at? Uh, I was at uh, uh, the Scotia Bank.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I almost went there, but then I saw uh 115 at Carlton. Yeah. All right, I'm in. Stinky yeah. bitch, here I come. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, well, Casey, how uh, old is your boner, Casey? Yeah, Casey went and saw something uh, that looked delightful.
2: Yeah. Uh, wow. I Last of Vegas. Yeah. Like again, I bring I bring back a movie that like imagine this movie in your head. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. Like it's it's full on, just like viagra jokes and and like we're old and we don't know what things are and and then one of the guys from lmfao shows up oh shit (laughs) sorry for party rocking yeah like (laughs) and 50 cent shows up at some point as himself what which is just like the sad (laughs) indication of where their careers are Otherwise, I don't know. Like, What's the plot of this thing? Basically, down the plot listening. is uh, Michael Douglas is going to get married to a woman half his age. And he wants to have one last hurrah with his with his boys. And they've been like uh they've been like a street gang what? since like the fifties. What? Uh, yeah. They're a street gang. They call themselves the Flatbush Four or something like they that. They like
0: rob people and stuff
2: or? No, they mostly hung out Traffic at the sodi shop and uh, <laughs> yeah. there was some drug trafficking. <laughs> I think there was some prostitution, I don't remember. they Coke were kids float four. Yeah. Uh so so yeah, so they've been friends since whenever, but So (laughs) now they all got to. Whenever uh, they all got to go to Vegas and celebrate this thing, but you know, Morgan. (laughs) I keep wanting to call him Morgan Fairchild. That's not who it was. (laughs) Morgan Freeman. uh, His kids don't like to let him out of the house because he's got ailments and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kevin sounds hilarious. (laughs) Weirdly, Kevin (laughs) Klein's wife does want him to go and gives him a card. Uh, that says what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and inside the card there's a condom and a Viagra. Oh, so she's like, go to Vegas and fuck a whore, <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, honey, you're the best. <laughs> so uh, that, that was... reminds me, my birthday's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so that I guess was a little weird, but. Uh, but oh but de niro and um and michael douglas they're at odds because they both loved the same girl when they were kids and ugh yeah right. and then De Niro <laughs> married her and then sounds yeah. like conflict
3: yeah it was third act conflict.
2: conflict I don't care about yeah it was so by the numbers uh, at one point there's like a young guy and he's like fucking turtle from entourage and I'm like uh. really uh, and he's like he's at the club and he's like hey old man why are you at the club I'm young and vital and then they teach him a thing or two. Oh no uh, oh. by lying to him and pretending they're mobsters yeah. or something yeah. when you say at the club do you mean mean in the club in that club, sorry that's where they were <laughs> yeah uh and yeah i don't know what else to say about it uh mary Steenbergen is still a really beautiful woman yeah and she plays like <laughs> the old lady who everybody again falls in love with i can't remember i watched it this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> that's I a good sign remember anything else about it how was uh kevin klein all right. Yeah. Like I mean, he keeps because his wife wants him to go and fuck a whore, he keeps trying to get fucked, but then he just ends up meeting a bunch of transvestites and becoming super tight with them. Uh-huh. Uh, like there's a lot of lessons and a lot like, is this, I I guess this is what old people like yeah or is this for an audience that likes like grownups too and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I'm i not sure who it's for because do old people go and see these movies? No, they go to see Thor. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, right. They go, they go to yeah. wet their pants totally. and watch Thor too. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I, I think they do. I think cause what was this rated PG 13? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Because right, whenever I have to go see the well stand up, uh, so
0: twelve uh, year olds won't sneak into this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but like whenever I go and see something at the the varsity that was a punishment movie, I always see like the same kind of crowd that I see for like when I went and see Lincoln or whatever. Yeah. I see the same crowd there being like, oh, oh, that's that's delightfully funny, but not too dark, or you know, like <laughs> yeah. like,
2: like, but not too like crude. Yeah, the, and that's exactly what this is. Yeah, uh, or they,
1: they they enjoy seeing like old people swearing. I swear sometimes,
2: like uh, or, or or like I'm an old person and I don't really swear myself, but yeah. when other old people <laughs> yeah. do it, I feel very I liberated. Find it delightfully <laughs> humorous. Uh, so maybe it's that I don't know, like. I'm trying to remember. There was a couple things where I'm like, "All right, that's kind of all right," yeah. but again, I don't remember what they are. <laughs> yeah. At one point, oh, so so the whole culmination of the Kevin uh, Kevin Klein thing is he meets this fucking oh, and by the way, fucking twenty year old girls want to fuck these old men hard all the time. Mm. <laughs> They're constantly surrounded by twenty year old girls who just want to fuck them. So he finds this twenty year old girl. Kevin Klein he's like, "You know, I'm allowed to fuck you, and she's like, "Oh, sweet, and so she gets all naked for him, and then he's like, "You know what? I love my wife too much to fuck you, and like there's this whole impassioned speech about how he wants to tell his wife everything and and he goes home and catches her with someone. uh no, he just goes, But I will take a blowjob <laughs> <laughs> so I'm nice. like, I guess that's okay. romantic." Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh good but yeah, you know man. the
1: saying blow job and ain't cheating yeah well
2: <laughs> of that's the saying right <laughs> and the hot coeds <laughs> uh yeah that's really all that happens and yeah. then of course you know uh
1: do they make up at the end do they all yeah they all make up and
2: they're the all past good friends pass the past and, and
1: we're all friends
2: Does he marry the girl no, no, what ends up happening is because once again Mary Steenburgen is this old lady who sings in a nightclub. Yeah. And uh and so once again Michael I keep to say Michael Keaton, Michael Douglas and uh and De, De Niro Keaton. are at odds cuz they both like the same girl and ah uh, there's more to it. I just can't be bothered to yeah. tell you about it. <laughs> I'm just I'm boring myself with this. Yeah. <laughs> What theater did you go to? I went to the Scotiabank Theater. Oh, and that was the once crowd. again, uh, there was it was sparsely attended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, the people there really did seem to get a lot out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, once again, like with Grown Ups Two, good on them. Yeah. I was just not watching a movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need Viagra boner jokes yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Man, not I it. want one not of you guys. A. I want one of you guys to see Stand Up Guys because that yeah. movie was fucked up. <clears throat> I think that, it's on Netflix, isn't Yeah. It? yeah
3: maybe, that movie's maybe I'll crazy, watch it. man.
1: It's like one of those on fucking steroids or something, man. Like Al Pacino's fucking injecting his dick with shit. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. He, he has to go to the... I forgot. Yeah, he gets like too much of a boner and they got to go like drain the blood with a needle. And oh. I was like, this is just frightening. This is not scary or... This is not funny. This is fucking scary, man. Yeah. Is it played for laughs? It's played for laughs. It's like, oh...
2: Well, the there's hospital. too much blood in that <laughs> yeah. dick. Get some of that blood out of that dick. With a huge needle. For the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> a dick that old can't hold that much blood. Yeah.
1: That was a weird Gotta fucking Gotta get some movie of movie. that out of there. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Greg, why don't you give us the uh, thought process behind what album you gave us?
0: Uh, the album is uh, from 1982. It's Duran Duran's yeah. Rio. Yeah, it is. Um, I had incorrectly spent most of my life thinking I wasn't a Duran Duran fan. Yeah. and uh, You turned around on it, right? You Yeah. Said- well, I got it on vinyl for like a buck and uh, started playing it at work a lot. And then I was like, list like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I like all of these songs. Yeah. And- so then, uh, yeah, I got the album at home and, was, you know, listening to it quite a bit. I'm like, yeah, this album's really good. And then when I was out on the uh, honeymoon and, you know, sun and surf, and yeah. it was the perfect album for it, <laughs> and I listened to it like fucking crazy while I was yeah. in Greece. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's official. I love this album. Yeah. I think it's really good. And I think it's, uh, I think it's really interesting because they're not – a pop act that was like formed or has their songs written for them or anything like that. All songs written and arranged by them, which sometimes the lyrics are ridiculous yeah. or don't make sense at all. <laughs> but whatever. It's just as far as I like that they're a, they, they were a band and this is what they did and it shaped the sound of more than half of the '80s. Yeah, which I just think really cool. And it's a well produced, well put together, fucking cool ass pop album. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I wanted you guys to listen to it. Because i one of us. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, all right, Casey. And because I think you'll find something in it. Maybe not yeah. every song, but I think you'll enjoy
2: this. Yeah. How do you want to attack this, Casey? Uh, well, I was never a Duran Duran fan. Yeah. Uh, and never, I just never listened to them. Right. right. Um, so... But listening to the song Rio, I uh, I ended up uh, maybe a month ago listening to that album or listening to that song specifically a lot because uh, I played a, a show where that was one of the songs we covered, um, and playing that song is great. Mm-hmm. Like there's something really fun about playing Duran Duran songs because the guitar parts aren't just a bunch of chordy kind of things. It's like these little kind of super chorissy stings.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, well, that's just fun to play, and it's fun to, to hook up a chorus pedal. But, but aside from that, I was still like, okay, I have a tiny affinity for that song. But like songs like "Hungry Like the Wolf," which we also played, I still don't have that much of an affinity for. <laughs> um, it made me like Duran Duran more. But this yeah. album has like. For a song for an album with nine songs on it, it has a couple of fucking garbage dumps. Uh like there's there's I totally a,
0: disagree. I like I, every song. I'll
2: throw my hat into the ring now that I've waited it out. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking loved it. So good. It's got oh wait, the song.
1: While he's loading that up, like, I've never listened to Duran Duran. I think, like, I was saying to Casey before we started recording, like, I think other, other than Rio and Hungry Like the Wolf, which I've experienced through films, because they're on soundtracks and mm-hmm. stuff for, like, John Hughes movies or whatever... Um, I don't think I've, like, he was saying some of their other hits, and I was kind of like, none of these ring a bell, Mm -hmm. and so listening to this album was kind of just, like, my first experience straight through an album, and, uh, like, about halfway into the album, I was like, I think I fucking love this song. (laughs) 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 I think I love this album. Yeah, I like all the
0: songs on it. This is the thing. Even the ones that are, like, the lesser ones, I still find something in them to enjoy, like Last Chance on the Stairways, not the greatest song, but it has stuff in it that I like.
1: There was but, a couple near the end that I, it, I did feel like it died down a little near the end where I was like, okay, the second song, um, what's that one called? What's the second My song? My Own Way. Yeah, it, the second song starts, and I was instantly like, I kind of came down from Rio. I was kind of yeah. like, oh, am I now going to hate this song? Yeah, but, right. but then but like nope. a minute into the song, I was like, no, it's awesome. <laughs> no,
2: That is one of totally. the great songs. Yeah. yeah. And it's got a couple, and fucking why won't it load? I don't know why they bury the lead on this thing. Easily the best song on this whole album is the last song. Oh, yeah. The Chauffeur, that song is totally. fucking amazing. Yeah, Unbelievable. Um, that, and, like, I like Hungry Like the Wolf, but when it comes sure. on, if it comes on, kind of thing better, I will put it It's one of on. my
0: lesser right. tunes for real, I really like the a, lot, real a lot of now? that has- yeah, Rio is... Fucking love that. Yeah. yeah so good. The bass work on it is insane. This, this was my point. I
1: Most think, of the album, the bass yeah, is yeah, super the al- Yeah, fucking the basslines on this album are nuts amazing. Just <coughs> yeah. fucking awesome. He is exceptional. And the thing that struck me about this album as uh, somebody who had never really heard Duran Duran before was how cool the structure is on a lot of their songs. Mm-hmm. Like, like even Rio and hungry, like the wolf, I feel like all of their songs kind of went places that I didn't expect. Just sort of a oh, a, a mainstreamy kind of like they, they kind of go out and jam a little, but they never go too far to lose me. Yep. I felt like they like, I was struck by an artiness that I wasn't expecting. Totally. Like the, I was like, this is basically like an arty post-punk album, but like really <laughs> poppy sheen
0: production. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's they're really talented guys. You have the three brothers there, John and Roger and Andy Taylor. Uh, John Taylor is the bass player, and I think he's really what makes. Yeah. Well, because this is the only Duran, I, then after I fucking fell in love with this, I kind of went back to all the other albums, and this is the only one that I would say is a great album. Okay. There's good songs on, all, on almost all of them, and it's actually pretty impressive the number of like iconic uh, pop songs that this band put out In the span of three years yeah. It was like a dozen tunes that are like Oh that song, that song, yeah. that I feel
1: song. like I need to do that it's
0: Fucking nuts um, But uh, what really makes the, And this is the most uh, creative Or where Roger Taylor is allowed to really uh, Sorry, John Taylor is allowed to really uh, Run wild with the bass The other ones are a little more synthy They don't get quite as that art-rocky jamminess yeah. of this album That happens every- Not jamminess But you know what I mean Yeah Those excursions um, And I don't know Maybe it's by accident Because I feel like this album I think I mentioned this before Is Sort of like Huey Lewis and the New Sports Where every single song is aimed at at the radio Like we don't know what the hit's gonna be So let's make yeah. nine of them <laughs> um, but they somehow hang together really nice. Mm-hmm. Really nice. And See, then-
2: I did not feel that at all. Like, it, it's right after Hungry Like the Wolf. It goes Hold Back the Rain, New Religion, mm-hmm. and Last Chance on the Stairway. And yeah. I found those songs completely forgettable. Until Save a Prayer, which is, like, super hit song. Oh, yeah. like it, 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 Like, it's such a strong song. The Chauffeur, again, which never was a... Single, no, nope. which is ridiculous because no. it's such a fucking great song. But it's
0: like the intense fan favorite. Like the yeah. the tour surrounding this album was called the Sing Blue Silver Tour. Um, it was like the you know because it, it is that like okay we're we might be a you know a fluffy pop pop band yeah. but we've got this yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I was really surprised. I did not expect uh, that, that this album surprised me. It wasn't mm-hmm. what I was expecting. Yeah, uh, I was really enjoying listening to it all God week. Yeah, weird. I. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I do need to go and maybe listen to some more of like their their like actual hits from that era and see if any there's yeah, any other ones because I couldn't really remember the, any.
0: The the self titled album from 1981 has uh, like planet earth on it which is really good um and then the album after this seven and the ragged tiger has big hits on that too girls on film is on the first album too that's
1: the one i think maybe the only other one that i can think yeah of.
0: like if i go through uh, between uh, across the course of these three albums uh, that they've got here yeah um like from this album alone you've got rio yeah as a big hit save a prayer hunger like the wolf and my own way all very successful um the first album Duran Duran uh which again came out in uh, 81 has uh Planet Earth which is a hit uh Girls on Film which is like a super hit um what else was on that uh Anyone Out There that was a big hit as well and then, then they got all the budget, and so this is already like eight songs or something yeah. like that, or that are pretty fucking huge. And then in '83, it's you know, uh, what's on that fucking album? I don't have the list in front of me. Um, anyway, I'm rambling, so yeah, just, <laughs> a it's, bunch there, of stuff there's about on that one. a dozen songs that this band yeah. wrote that were monster, monster hits of the decade, every single one of them,
1: yeah, uh, pretty. Cool, the thing know? that's we i think we've it's come up a bunch on the on the uh maybe ton time bandits or uh it's come up maybe a little bit on here but We've talked a lot about like in the '80s, you get those albums that had like the cocaine production. It was yeah, just yeah, like yeah, everything's yeah. really, really yeah. tinny because uh, I whatever. Think in, in Greenberg, doesn't uh, Greenberg? Yeah, say he <laughs> says like he puts oh, us on doing
0: coke. to this album's amazing. Yeah, and the
1: kids were like, no, put on corn or. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, I felt like this was an album where it really didn't bother me. It, it almost played to the strengths. It was kind of used properly. I felt yeah. like yeah, it was totally. there was like there was still like a lot of bass. I could still hear the bass, and 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 there was just. The, the it just ki- wasn't filling out the bottom end. It yeah. almost uses
2: another soloist. Yeah,
1: system. and the kind of like I don't know, like the herky-jerky post-punk kind of rhythm, like <laughs> had that suited the production. I yeah. felt it wasn't like because sometimes you get these albums with a really tinny production and it just ends up sounding really boring. But yeah.
2: the guitars here are meant to because it's not really chordy yeah. stuff. It's a lot of stings and stuff like yeah. that. It's meant to be very sharp.
3: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's used uh, like properly i yeah. I thought i it didn't bother me, and usually that's one of the things from the eighties that really fucking bothers me, yeah, especially on drums, like when you get that eighties snare drum hit, yeah, yeah yeah, it's just like, get out of here, man,
2: yeah. <laughs> But, um,
1: yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, the three hits off Seven on the Rag and, Ta- Rag
0: and Tiger were Union of the Snake, New Moon on Monday, and The Reflex. Nah, oh, The re- Reflex, maybe? You know, th- you know all three of these songs.
1: I don't know if I've I don't know.
0: They're not I guarantee you if you listen to them, it, you're like, oh, yeah. this song. Okay.
1: I know this. I have to, I'm going to have to go listen to their best of or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I really liked it. Casey?
2: I It made me – it really strengthened it, the songs yeah. I like on it. Mm. Like That's fair. Prayer, I'll go back to that song. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, I like that weird – minor kind of sounding yeah. uh, uh harmony that they do at the end of the chorus. Yeah, Some yeah. really cool stuff, but I just also found a lot of filler.
0: Sure. Sweet.
2: I yeah, think if enough.
0: you listen to it a few more times, songs <laughs> like uh New Religion um get a lot of strength. They have good hooks in them. And if anyone out there doesn't thinks they don't like Duran Duran, well, yeah, listen L- to the show for Yeah. Them and totally. then listen
1: to the album. It was one of those things, yeah. Like the album cover, I was always just like, "Oh, this is something I don't like. Like this is yeah, something yeah, from yeah, the yeah, '80s yeah. that is like well, forgotten because like or whatever. You know, it just has the hits and then nothing else for me, right? But uh, I was yeah. wrong. Yeah, no, I liked every song.
3: Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: delightful. Yeah. Thanks All right. For me. Well, what are we get? What are we getting into this week for punishment, Casey? Uh,
2: well, <laughs> I was watching Saturday Night Live. Uh, oh, uh the the last original episode that that aired, and um. I hadn't heard any songs or anything, and i threatened to give you guys this before, so I'm giving it to you now. Uh, I want to know about the new Eminem album. Okay. I want to know. I heard two songs off of it now, and they're just awful. Yeah. Yeah, and people have been talking
1: about it at my work that like Eminem. They're like, oh, he's good again. I'm like, I don't think he is. Yeah, I I listened to a song called Rap God.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. And I was like, I like the production here, and I like this beat, and his... Flow on it is ridiculous. Yeah, like just fucking ridiculous. Re- I would agree with all good. of those. Statements. There's a there's a chunk where he goes so fucking fast. Yeah, it's crazy wordplay. I was like, wow, that's great. But I watched the the, the video clip. I watched had all of the lyrics. I yeah, was like, are you fucking
1: kidding Seriously, me? Seriously, like, Still yeah. with all of the same shit. Like yeah. he doesn't still, know how to write like, anything new. He's still kind of like still just being. Super homophobic. Oh, man. Yeah. That was
0: a the thing. Was, there, there's like. There's like a whole couple verses like, or whatever where he's just 50 like. 50 plus bars yeah. <laughs> of homophobia yeah. shit. And I was like, and he's come still like,
1: on, man. Still like. Talking shit about like the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure I've read that. I've read a couple of reviews of this album that said like that he's talking about like, yeah, Backstreet Boys and all the stuff that he was making fun of back then. It's yeah. kind of like. Eh.
0: Well, I'll listen to cause i listen because I really like uh, Marsha Mathers LP and The Eminem Show. I was really into them at the time. It was like, you know, blow your face off different. Yeah. You know, I, I, re- I accepted a lot of the things I disagreed with in it just because it was so. Outrageous. Yeah, I just never heard anything like it or anyone approach hip-hop quite like that. So yeah. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> he's young and whatever, and yeah, this yeah. Is, I'm young and high, so <laughs> I guess that's yeah. fine. But now, it's like after all this time, like I can't really swallow this. Yeah. It's not okay, man, and you should know better by yeah, now that yeah, you don't need already, to do that. Is this what he needs to do? Maybe it's what he needs to do to get people to give a fuck again, because yeah. the last the last few albums haven't been doing very well. No, no. Uh, and they've been bad. So I don't yeah. know. And then he's got that other song that's like a shitty Beastie Boys. video.
1: I've heard that one as and well. Rick
0: Rubin produced it, and he's in the video. And I'm both. I'm like, yeah, this is gross.
1: It does sound a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. it has that like.
3: And even the video is shot Rubin. like a Beastie Boys video. Yeah.
0: It's that fucking fish, low angle, yeah, yeah the fisheye lens, <laughs> and and even the, the saturated uh, colors, like like yeah, so yeah, what you want video. Yeah, you know? it's
1: almost like a spoof at parts. Yeah, yeah. Fuck I'm gonna we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll, listen we'll to see how this Casey. album is. All right. Well, we're gonna roll.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, this week, we've decided it's winner's choice. Um, it's, it's a it's a very limited week. Mainly because uh, Twelve Years a Slave is still out there, and we all are interested in that. But yeah. we're just gonna open it up. So if in case we want to end, it, we just end up seeing something else. Yeah. It's I a want to fair catch play. up on stuff
0: like Dallas Buyers Club. And shit, yeah, so.
1: so what are we? What's the bad movie, Greg? <laughs>
0: what's the name of this thing?
1: Okay, we, again, it's a
0: pretty tiny week for yeah. releases. We're going um, to Netflix. Yeah, so we're going for bad Netflix. And bad I, Netflix I have, picks. I've got a large list accumulating now. Um, I just whenever I scroll past something that looks stupid, I write it down. And I kept on going past this one thing and just being like, "What is that?" Yeah. Because the synopsis was so bizarre. <laughs> Um let me just I'm gonna read you this synopsis. Yeah, It's that's a it's good easier idea than so trying to explain, explain anything about this. It understand is, what we're getting
1: into yeah. here. This is one of those this is one of those picks where no one listing will probably have any idea what it is. No, I've never heard of this no. before, but it's like it's like a it's a talking cat situation where it's just like what we need to see this. Yeah, uh,
0: and I like you know yeah Gorman and I just watched the trailer for this before we started recording. It was like well, I'm this, scared. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. It's an animated film, computer animated, cheaply
1: animated uh, in quotation yeah. marks.
0: And the synopsis is. 28th century, 200 years after the great Earth exodus, Naya, a feisty young singer-slash-songwriter, falls in love with the beautiful saxophonist Parker in Ganymede, one of Jupiter's moons. The two form a band, and now they have to not only make it as musicians, but also fight for their freedom. Dramatically rendered in rich, hand-drawn animation, Strange Frame brings us into a world of space pirates, indentured slaves, and genetic mutations infused with music throughout to create a dreamlike tale unlike anything you've ever seen. The movie is Strange Frame... Uh, uh, and sorry, second t- t- part of the title is love and sax. Oh God, sax! And there is a lot of saxophone going on here. Yeah,
1: and in the trailer, I, I, there was one or two shots where I was like, "This may be a three D CGI porno." <laughs> 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 it
0: just looks just too fucked. Up. Yeah, somebody has to watch this. Go
1: watch the trailer for the Strange Frame if you're listening. <laughs> Pause it and go look. Uh, it's fucked up. Yeah, see what we're we're getting ourselves into, That's Casey. A weird
0: grouping of people doing the vo- voice work too. You're gonna roll
1: here for Strange Frame. All right. He has rolled a two. All right, I'm rolling. <coughs> I've rolled a three. <coughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a Two, Dude, we got a roll off between I Greg and Casey.
2: I'm out. I Damn feel it. like this must have something to do with the strange <coughs> extended Joss Whedon verse because there's a lot of Joss Whedon people in mm-hmm.
1: it. Casey's rolling five, five Man. versus Greg, who's rolling. That I threw
0: it and hit the corner of the rug. Yeah. I would have been fine.
1: Sure, sure. Oh, shit. He's rolled
0: the oh. one. I won. Greg is standing at Watch home. this thing. And watching I want you some to watch it and tell
1: me about it. Love and sex. <sighs> yeah, that's delightful. That looks scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not seeing that, but I am interested in it. Oh, uh, yeah. Great. Well, come back next week and uh, listen to us talk about those things. <sighs> what are we getting into now, guys? Uh, I don't know. Serial swap is how we're doing. I got some uh, TV to Some Air about. Corner.
0: Yeah.
1: Brr, 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 Airwolf corner. Airwolf. Mm-hmm. That was a, that's a, that's a good song. song. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
0: um, all right. So I uh, watched an episode of Air, Airwolf this week. Um, as you know, uh, Airwolf is the story of Stringfellow Hawk and his co-pilot Dominic, and they fly Airwolf, the super helicopter. It's all The helicopter flown rew- by a wolf. Constantly reuniting families is, is what's going on. Um, this episode of Airwolf was called Proof Through the Night. And it takes place. It opens at oh eight hundred hours on a Wednesday in Russia. Oh I don't know shit! Why they gave me the Wednesday in there. This episode starts with uh, like some um, chemical war- warfare testing going on in Russia. First, they uh, expose a rat to some gas and it dies, and then they uh, they're exposing it to a monkey. You don't see the monkey die, but
2: I assume the monkey. They expose dies. the monkey to the rat
0: <laughs> 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 to the gas. Oh yeah. Uh, Then So they're all And it's these scientists All standing around Like hmm yeah, yeah And then another guy Comes in And he puts on Like a breathing apparatus Like it Just a breathing apparatus That just goes into his mouth But then he has like These nose <laughs> What? <laughs> these nose clippers too. Yeah And then he opens Like and he comes And just stands right next to them And waits for them to all go Hey what are you like he could have just killed them all, yeah. but instead he's like, check it out, check out my thing, <laughs> and he opens a vial, and they all drop and hit the ground, and then he takes an empty vial and throws that on the ground, so they'll, it'll look like an accident, and he leaves with this gas. Yeah. So then we uh, Stringfellow Hawk is being commissioned by uh, Michael Archangel, as he always is, and his beautiful assistant um to go there's a that turns out that guy is a uh, undercover american who's been living in russia as a russian for 22 years and doing covert stuff and so he's got a airwolf's got to go and get this guy out of there um and this in the, in the opening scene uh, michael archangel is sitting down explain uh, explaining and uh Stringfellow hawk is going through his little uh, file that's uh, that's on the case and the, the the lady assistant is standing by the fire uh, fireplace like with kind of one foot up on it and whatever and uh, Stringfellow Hawk's like this guy's name is Moses and I'm like it's his code name and then she's like yeah Stringfellow if you read the uh, the files instead of just looking at all the pretty pictures maybe you'd know that and then Stringfellow looks looks down and the dog is looking up her skirt what? <laughs> yeah <laughs> And he goes, cute. And then she looks down at the dog, and the dog is still looking, looking at her crotch. Goes, Aww. what? <laughs> and she goes, thanks. <laughs> was it what? directed that I way?
2: Yeah, it's really weird. And in dog scene, really- or was he just supposed to like mention? Like, is he supposed to look down and go, oh, notice that the dog is cute, or does he think it's cute? The dog loves pussy. I don't
1: know. It was really awkward. I it thought maybe like, the dog was going to have a happening? top dog yeah. flashback to when he was yeah. getting
0: some pussy. <laughs> 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 no, but the dog seemed really unhappy with what he was looking at. Like, no, oh. yeah. Yeah, well, then- <laughs> well, that's a mess.
1: Yeah, that's- he's like, <laughs> that's it. I'm going gay. <laughs> he's like body shaming her.
0: Yeah. What's up with this airwolf? Um, so- I know it's
2: the '80s, but God, <laughs>
0: what stringfellow hawk has to do is fly airwolf in, get this guy and his family out of Russia. But to do that, because of the weight and fuel uh, economy, they've got to strip Airwolf of all of its armaments. Yeah. No guns on Airwolf. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Oh, no. And then, like, half of the episode is Airwolf flying to Russia. <laughs> and they <laughs> love just speeding up the film of a helicopter. Like, yeah. Look how fast it is. And because uh, it would take a while to fly to Russia with a helicopter. A super helicopter or no. And then when they get there, um, they, they, they find the guy. And then suddenly I was just like, "This is like a really good episode. Yeah. It was fairly well thought out whereas like they don 't know if he 's turned or if this is a trick to try and you know capture yeah. Airwolf or what and then so they don 't trust him, and he understands that, but it all seems weird and shifty." And uh, as they are, they're with him longer, he's like, well, you know, he, he keeps on saying us instead of Russians. And they ask him about that. And he's like, well, I am Russian, though. Like, I'm, I was born in the United States, but my culture is Russian. My parents are Russian. I, went, I celebrate Christmas on January 5th. I went to a Russian Orthodox uh, church when I lived in the United States. And, but now I'm here. But I'm, My culture is Russian, but my country is the United States. And I took an oath to protect it. And he's like, and I'm doing this also because I killed some of my friends to get this, but this is a dangerous chemical weapon, and the only way to not have it be in play is for both sides to have it and the fear of using it. So that's why I'm, I'm taking these big risks. And I was like, this is actually pretty cool. And, yeah. well, and this actor's really good.
2: Like a and, little moral uh, complexity.
3: Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. I'm like, what's
0: the fuck? right on, Airwolf? But then yeah. Stringfellow Hawk opens his mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have a clip again. Oh, sweet. Uh, <laughs> just something he says to this guy's daughter.
1: Airwolf who's, clip time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they're at uh, this guy's... Uh, brother-in-law's house because he's married a Russian woman has kids like his whole family is there and he's he's like look we have to leave and you all have to come and uh, that's that string fellow hawks really getting edgy like we got to get out of here and all the crap and the daughter doesn't want to go rightly so because why would she want to just dump her life because she didn't know her dad was a secret agent and now she has to go to fucking you know live in America or some shit like that so anyway so she's speaking to her father in Russian as she would, yeah. being a Russian. Oh, God. And then this happens. Here we go. Here's our clip.
3: Day day Tony,
0: I like your spunk, but you don't start speaking English, I'm going to spank your
3: butt. <laughs> 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 Tony,
0: I like your spunk, but if you don't start speaking English... I'm gonna spank your butt.
1: Oh my god. Uh.
2: I, I respect that you're Russian. Let's talk English or I'm gonna sexually assault you.
1: <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> Jesus.
2: So, (coughs) Um, and this is
1: being said by someone who's probably drunk.
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) more than likely.
0: Um, I'm smacking butt. (laughs) There's all kinds of gunfire, and they got to get out because the Russians have figured out that he was a secret agent. And anyway, so but they make a break for it, and they can fly away and and uh, and Airwolf because it's awesome. Uh, And they do, and they get home, and then they're all having dinner at Stringfellow Hawk's house, and they're sitting around the table. And they're exchanging stories about what Michael Archangel was like when he was young. And he's a ladies' man uh, with his white suits and eye patch. Um, and then the little the, the girl, the one, the, the butt-spanking uh, potential victim, she's sitting there and she's like, and she leaves and goes outside. And they're all like, she'll come around. And Stringfellow Hawk's looking at her leave. And then he's like, excuse me. And he gets up, then he's walking outside with his cello. Oh <laughs> no! They're trying so hard to make this cello thing happen.
2: And uh, he follows so her out he there, but inv- like she doesn't even. He's just like, oh, I know it's gonna make her feel better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little butt slapping and cello music. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who wouldn't so enjoy that? Play the cello and smack a butt at the same time.
0: <laughs> so he followers are out there, and I'm just like, oh dear God. Yeah. And then he's not playing the cello. He's just sitting there with her, and he's like, you know, I understand, you know, and you, you, you'll be able to go back to Russia at some point. But like, this is just how it has to be for now. And she, and, she, and he's they're looking at the mountains and the lakes, and he's like, it's kind of beautiful, isn't isn't it? And she's like, it's not as beautiful as Russia. And he's like, well, if what am I saw, it, it was a very beautiful country. And she's like, well, I don't want to stay here and, you know, you're going to try and make me an American. He's like, they'll try to Americanize you, but, you know, that's your right in being here is you can reject our ways of politics and or religion or anything you want. And that's kind of the beauty of it and I was like again what is going on I sort of like this episode (laughs) and then he starts playing the cello and he's playing a Russian song that he heard there and she starts passionately singing it and then it cuts back to her uncle who's back in Russia who's like heart is torn out because his family has left and he's playing the same song on a mandolin and singing it passionately and it's cutting back and forth between the two and then it ends on a fucking freeze frame of (laughs) string full of hawk like (laughs) like, "Ah, almost like this was almost a really cool episode but there was too much butt slapping and dogs looking at pussies.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, oh, it's an well, emotional roller coaster, that airwolf. Butt slapping and dogs looking at pussies is tested high with test audiences in the That was a <laughs> big thing in the 80s. In the 80s. People were all oh, talking about that. Man. I really like that movie, but nobody slapped a butt, <laughs>
2: <laughs> or even threatened
1: to.
0: Could
2: you put a horny dog in this film? <laughs> I mean, that dog looked at my dick once, <laughs> but uh, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs>
0: Oh, there's one scene, too, where Michael Archangel and his beautiful assistant are waiting to see if uh, Stringfellow Hawk's pulled it off. And they're sitting in this room that seems like it was on the set of that movie Hardware. There's so much red lighting going on, there's no other kind of lighting. It's just red.
1: (laughs) where are they?
0: (laughs) Anyway, it's just very weird. Well, yeah, I'm I'm fully on board for this experiment now. I love Airwolf.
1: Ah, The show is bananas. Sweet. Yeah, very good, Um, Stringfellow Hawk. <laughs> Butt slapping time. <laughs> um, all right, well and now we will play some cereal swap. <coughs> wow. Breakfast fighters. Breast, <laughs> breakfast swapping <laughs>
0: domes. Um yeah. So this uh, week we've got uh the
1: honeycomb kid. Yep going up against a booberry. Oh man. It's a kid versus a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Very timely. Booberry's back out in uh circulation. That's true. Yeah, versus a kid. Yeah, the uh, (laughs) versus some kid. (laughs) I think he likes honey. Um. I the the human world's meeting up with a spectral world on this episode of See You Next Wednesday Serial Swap.
0: Oh, good God! Yeah, let's figure out what weapons these two have. All right. In Thunderdome. All right, I'm rolling honeycomb for Honeycomb Kid.
1: Honeycomb Kid's going to be fighting against Booberry in the Thunderdome with?
0: Well, that kid's got a chainsaw. Oh,
1: shit. All right. yeah. Chainsaw. And the ghost has? The ghost is fighting against the Honeycomb Kid in Thunderdome with? Nothing. Nothing. You got a one.
0: He's one a is f- nothing. He's a ghost. He is a ghost. So. Yeah.
2: yeah, he is a ghost, and they're generally impervious to chainsaws. I, okay. I would think man. so. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not sure how to handle this. At was all.
2: the Booberry a poltergeist? Do you think? Is he like a dead? Is he going fuck? Is shit he up a like, dead kid who loved cereal? Is yeah, that? Is maybe. he like
0: Casper? Because Casper always worried weirded me out when I was a kid. Like that's no, the cartoon about a dead kid.
2: Casper has a no one kid's likes. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. has a scary That's true. Oh, oh, voice. you know what? No, I've it. seen a lot of the mos- kids dead uncle. I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <What's-> Fred! No. <laughs> I've it's his dead uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna they're be a very all related em- in the cereal world. Maybe uh, yeah, it'll be a very uh, emotional fight. Um
1: <laughs> I've seen a lot of the uh, monster cereals, and they're very nice monsters. Usually, they're very, yeah. so they're, so they're interested happy in ghost. getting vitamin fortified marshmallows to the uh, to mouths of babes. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know uh, Chainsaw Kid I feel like the chainsaw Is not going to do anything for Well the, the
2: honeycomb kid Rode around on a bike
1: Right Or am I, yeah, I remembering That was this? the main thing was I don't know I can't bike. even picture The honeycomb kid in my head it's a Kid uh, on a bike Okay
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing it now He's thank got a you. baseball hat If that helps Is it red? Yeah, yeah. I
1: feel like it'd be a red one Yeah I think it is Yeah. Sure. Now, what did he have to do with... I should have watched a
0: commercial. Yeah, I fully planned to all week. I'm like, got to watch those commercials. Got to watch those yeah. commercials. Didn't watch any of them. No. Because,
1: yeah. like, what did that kid have to do with Honeycomb? Did he just really like honey? Was he fucking with bees all the time? Co- like, what was I think because Cheerios already had
0: the bee thing yeah. nailed down. Like, they were like, well, uh, how I got about a kid. kid?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see here. So... Uh, okay, so oh here's my here's another question that's gonna define right. the round. Oh wait a
2: minute, I'm thinking now. Uh, hold on, what? I got Somebody has to watch one of these. Uh... Yeah. Well, my question
1: is, does Boo Berry uh, in Thunderdome? You're suspended on those rubber uh, suspenders, and yeah. um, does Booberry f- float through them? No, I think he can do, come and go as he please. Okay, with the leather yeah. straps. Casey's watching a video. What's going on in the video? Describe it for the listener.
2: Well, the honeycomb kid is not a kid at all. No? What is he? He's a cowboy. Oh, shit. He's like the honeycomb kid, you know, like Billy the Kid or something. He's okay. not like a kid. He's Right now, he's riding dolphins.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> he, not what I thought you were going to say.
2: No. He has a kid. What? Oh, this was oh, back man. in the 70s. Yeah. Like yeah. That type of thing was cool. Yeah, in the
1: like 90s. A kid. Maybe. He rode a
0: bicycle and did good at sports. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Through the power of honey. Yeah, like, my kid's a honeycomb kid. Remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was like, wear a bicycle helmet and don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get into too
1: much trouble. Yeah. Put yeah. a little he's bit like, yeah, of Yeah. He's trouble. like, this
0: kid here. He's like, whoa, look at my hat and stuff. And okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll, I'll I'll throw in the I can I'll let things change right now. What do you think? Is it the cowboy guy or is it the kid? Well,
1: I don't think it's gonna matter. It's a fucking ghost, I man. Know. Well,
0: I feel like a a cowboy and a kid bring different things to the table <laughs> when fighting a ghost.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Or do we want to team them up?
2: Is it the cowboy and his and son? His son and, <laughs> well, in this up commercial, by, uh, there was a kid, this but this I don't know if it was his son or if it was just some kid he found. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know well, what. Well, on is. this
0: box you know of Honeycomb what? it's a kid wearing like honeycomb, a little cowboy hat.
1: Honeycomb didn't turn into a kid. Uh-huh. Honeycomb turned into like a chip monkey thing. What? Yeah, look at this look at this, this is what uh it's, it's telling monger. me is the Honeycomb mascot of the 90s.
0: Ooh. oh, I remember that thing. Yeah. Yeah, that he was all like wigged out and shit. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah see yeah. Casey. what's a chipmunky. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it almost looks like Large Marge. It looks like, <laughs> yeah. well, it looks like Large Marge by way of Sonic the Hedgehog. I yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, I don't like it. Yeah. Let's. Well, why don't we compromise? Why don't we make him a child cowboy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got the Wikipedia right here. Uh, Originally, okay. the animated Honeycomb kid, a cowboy, was the cereal's mascot. The cereal's jingle was borrowed from the song Honeycomb, a 1957 hit for Jimmy Rogers. Mm-hmm. 70s and 80s featured visitors to a children's clubhouse called the honey- Honeycomb
2: Hideout. Honeycomb Hideout. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh,
1: introducing visitors to the cereal and winning over the visitor, examining the size of the cereal bits. During the 1980s, the there was a hideout club. 1995 a mascot crazy craving was introduced wild haired rodent-like cartoon character who rabidly craves honeycomb cereal and whom the children in the commercials transformed into what (laughs) what its catchphrase was me want honeycomb (laughs) and then later they turned into a b-boy uh, Bernard the B-boy. Okay.
2: I don't know because we've it, we've advertised it as the honeycomb kid, but now I want it to be the I think <laughs> children I think we do it, a child into. who turns
1: into the honeycomb craving should be the I a, a oh, child oh, there you go.
2: A child cowboy who eventually turns <laughs> no, into No, 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 because the, in the 90s it was
1: <laughs> it was the regular kids that loved the cereal turned into this mad crave craving character so, so i feel like,
0: like the like the hulk you yeah get the honeycomb kid mad enough just a regular
1: in old <laughs> into a rodent yeah a regular <laughs> old kid in a regular old human kid that has the power to turn into the craving versus uh-huh. boo berry go and
0: right. <laughs> still got the chainsaw though right yes okay I'll, I, I, this sounds good to me
1: i think the <sighs> ghost is gonna fuck him up anyway man what can a chainsaw do to a ghost? I don't know. He's gotta make
0: the the ghost into a thing of the flesh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the ghost into a thing of the flesh. Right. Yeah. So, so he can chainsaw
0: it. Yeah. You know, we get all Bruce Campbell. How on it. does he do that? He needs a book, I imagine. He's a
1: regular kid. He is a regular kid. He does but he's not got the know power. Of the Is he the kid from the gate? Is he gonna like use a heavy metal record to do some
0: <laughs> sort of play it backwards? Yeah. Yeah. Um I just don't know. I don't know. I Does mean, I, this cowboy kid who's going to turn, into, <laughs> turn into a rodent have the know how to handle a ghost? No. No.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the ghost is going to show up and scare that kid to death. Yeah. And then, may, oh, well, scare, may, Okay. He's going to scare him into the rodent yeah. first. Okay. I think. And now we have a crazy, wild rodent yelling, <laughs> Me want honeycomb <laughs> at a ghost. <laughs> And the ghost is probably getting tired of this shit. Like sure. He's probably like, you fucking... All right, I scared you as a kid. Now you're some rodent guy. What's yeah. he going to do? How is he going to kill him, though? Yeah. Ghosts generally are, you know...
2: Yeah, he's not corporeal. He can't... Can the, can, he is can't it a, and he doesn't have a weapon anyway.
1: Is it a no. ghost that can go into people and take can over he their body? him? Yeah, can he possess him and make him fall on a spike and then unpossess him?
2: Uh, yes.
1: Yeah? For the sake that. of there
2: being no other so, way to kill. <laughs> yeah, I don't know so what else
1: to do with this. Blueberry... Possesses me want honeycomb <laughs> and makes the me want honeycomb do a Lucio Fulci zombie and poke himself Ooh, in the eye with uh, slow like into the eye yeah, yeah. With, a, with one of Thunderdome's po- pokers yeah. <laughs> spikes <laughs> pokers uh Eye pokers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. And 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 the whole time it's like the honeycomb Miwun honeycomb thing is like doing it to himself. So he's like, Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. do this. Oh, oh, my fuck God. my eye. My eye. Ow. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then Boo <laughs> just,
3: Berry
1: got, just
0: like steps out of the body. Like, I just what? got LASIK. Yeah. Okay, I like it.
1: Sweet. Yeah.
0: Okay. Booberry Berry on to the second round. I got to think about how somebody's going to kill a ghost. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really foresee this as a problem. Well, he's
1: going up against some of the other uh, ghost-like this characters, true. the monsters and yeah. stuff.
0: Still, I don't know how you do it.
1: I think it's going to come down to watching those ones because I know that they kind of they all appear in the same one and it's kind of like foiling each other. So there's got to be some sort of uh, information to be found there. Yeah. Her. Yeah, they oh, all yeah. appear in the same what commercial? Sometimes, yeah. Well, it started with just two of the monsters, and then I think it became three and four. And some of them had cross like crossover commercials <laughs> where they were all in the same room, like trying That's to get true. the kid to eat their cereal. Right, like, right, Mine's right. got vitamins too. There's got to be a way. Yeah. Okay. Sweep. Right. Okay, hey, Boo Berry
0: goes on in the second round. Our next matchup next week is Frankenberry.
1: Sweet. Getting
0: another monster in there. Frankenberry versus the Quaker Oats guy.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> oh,
0: no.
2: <laughs> well,
0: he sort of looks like one of the villagers, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but that's just going to enrage Frankenberry and the poor... He's a Quaker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, Quaker Oats guy. There was
2: also Wilford
1: Brimley in the commercials, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. So... I'm not Wil- saying that he's, he's like there. Wilfred Brimley
0: will be like his manager. Yeah. You know, he's like his Mickey outside <laughs> yeah. the ring. diabetes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got diabetes from your cereal. Yeah. <clears throat> Wilfred Brimley bad. has had such a wide, varied career. I know, but nobody within the past like five, ten years has ever said his name without saying diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> i know it's so yeah.
1: sad I'm, I'm excited to see like because the uh quaker oats man is kind of like did he ever get get himself out of the little logo because he's mostly a logo
2: isn't he mostly, yeah. <laughs> was he trying to? To no, but out.
1: like if i gotta go back and look at commercials like did, yeah was he ever like animated or was he just a face on the I box i feel
2: like he was i feel I like, feel like at one happens. point
1: he was animated yeah.
0: okay. Like I don't know like, how much personality he has. We'll yeah, I feel like, like he'd be well, a really... Yeah, he's a Quaker.
1: When he's was... like the Michael Myers of the cereal thing. It's just like blank yeah. face.
3: Like... <laughs>
2: when I was a little kid, I thought he was George we Washington. <laughs> I always thought he was, too. But it's just because of his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Amazing. <laughs> No well I gotta eat this. I gotta eat this. To <laughs>
1: the president
0: because wants it <laughs> on it.
3: That's so disgusting. I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right, we'll come back next week for that. And in the meantime, yeah. you can find us online at Facebook.com slash SYNWPC or twitter.com slash SYNWPC or go to modernsuperior.com dot com and read all of our written pieces on movies and other things. Mm. We got lots of stuff going up. So go there going to get some Coen brothers up beyond the black rainbow review is up lots of stuff yeah and uh check it out time bandits this friday check it out there too yeah and listen to everything else all right see you later george washington
2: there's a ghost in safe haven
1: (laughs) see you next week